You've discovered TalkZone.com, the best in Internet talk radio. Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charma Amber. Thanks for being with us today. Our guest today is Arthur Rosenfeld, author of The Cutting Season. You know, we were talking about talking to bones and things like that. Yes. So in our household, we do this all the time. For instance, this afternoon, Charmé says my uh, knee's hurting, my right knee on the right side of it and that kind of thing. So we know how to sort of go into the space of it and talk to it right there. And so we were getting that Charmé's pushing forward on course, but there's a lot of resistance around her to her success. Now, a lot of times our knees are our own stubbornness, and after a while they get messed up because we're off bouncing our stubbornness and it throws our knees off. In this case, which is not a chronic thing, Charmaine's knees were starting to hurt. It wasn't hurting two, three hours ago, but two hours ago it was. It's because she's enduring going forward on the path she's called to go forward on, and there's a lot of resistance against her success outwardly imposed on her. Another situation is, I remember working with a lady in New York with Crohn's disease, and it was really a problem, and her son was getting the same disease. He was in his uh, late 30s. And so I, I didn't know anything about Crohn's disease at the time, so I subconsciously went into their subconscious tissues there in their guts where things were not flowing well. And it was clear that they were holding on to things with excessive righteous opinionation. And, you know, so we talked to, I was working with a guy, his mother was like way too rigid and uh, she didn't want any help. She had all the answers, although she was in tremendous health problems. So we were talking to him and we were on the phone and he was simply going down deeper and deeper levels while we could talk right to his intestines and help him let go more, let go more. And, and it's hard. People who have a bad case of Crohn's disease have gone quite a distance in uh, holding on to, you know, righteously, rigid, rigidly holding on to beliefs that aren't quite right with life. And they're trying to force life to be a way where and it's not flowing that way. So we help him talk to it, and, you know, we get really in touch with it. And, and then the symptoms of Crohn's disease, it just starts disappearing. And as a person will follow uh, the attitudes of letting go, of flowing with things, accepting things, not being so righteous and saying things have to be this way, the way I'm seeing it, the way I'm saying it, then the Crohn's disease symptoms simply melt away. Indeed. So martial arts helps you to get more in touch with your body, does it not, Arthur? Well, you know, I, I mean, I, I was listening very carefully to that uh, description of the Crohn's disease patient, and I, I, I couldn't help feeling that what you said about, you know, resisting and not being congruent with the way life really is, holding on to ideas that were... Uh, contradictory or negative or irrelevant or incorrect yeah. or, uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I feel like one could say this about almost any chronic condition. I, I think that it's not, expl- I mean, I, I, I'm sure that it's true for Crohn's, but I'm, I'm sure that it's also true for many other conditions. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't go quite as far as some folks do about 
you know, acute things. I, I don't think that, you know, if you step off the curve and fail to look and get hit by a bus, that, you know, I don't think that's quite as connected to what we're talking about. But, you know, I think the body has, uh, you know, I often bridle at the term the mind-body connection because I believe that the term, although it is a big step in the right direction, given where we are in Western medicine, I, I believe that it is not a step enough because there is a presumption, a presupposition, if you say mind-body, and that, they, that you want to explore the connection, that these are two distinct things. And I don't believe they are. I believe that there is one organism, and that organism is constructed of, you know, uh, all the things that make us up, and that consciousness, you know, comes from that, but consciousness is not what we're talking about here. I believe that somewhere along the line, maybe it was Descartes, uh, uh, you know, who talked about, I, I, you know, I, I think, therefore I am. Right away, they're, they're got it. somehow we started on this course. We made a wrong turn about mind, and we confused that with brain, and then we got thinking about body as being a separate entity. And I think all of this sounds a little confusing because it is. It's a construct that we made up. We are just, we are who we are. And martial arts training is very good at unifying, uh, banishing these ideas, and just unifying them in the face of direct experience. Okay. So what I like about martial arts training as a path is that it's very testable. You have a hypothesis. I make a comment about body mechanics or about attitude or philosophy, and then in the laboratory of martial arts practice, we test it. And if it doesn't work, it's pretty clear right away. Whoops, that's no good. Okay, you're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. We're talking today with Arthur Rosenfeld, author of The Cutting Season. Don't forget to catch us Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturdays, Mondays too, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. What rings true to me, like with following what food or what action to do that your body's telling you, the more off-balance you are, the more off-balance that's going to take you. The more on-balance you are, the more you want to follow precisely what your body's telling you. And on-balance and in touch with yourself. I think that's a a very important um, thing. You know, it's like be true to yourself or, or do what your body tells you if it's craving this or that. I think it has some validity, but then, you you know, it's like kids, they're trained on sugar, they always crave sugar, so you can't do what your body's telling you, or a person who smokes is always looking for another cigarette, you can't do what your body tells you, so, you know, it's like doing, uh, doing the flow, the more you're in touch with things, you do that flow, and the less you're in touch with things, you don't know what is right by what your body's telling you. Well, you know, there's a lot of thermodynamics that's describing this, and basically we're talking about inertia. You know, you get going in one uh, direction, and you, you know, you want to you want to keep going in that direction. Um, so, 
when you're listening to messages that have become confused as a result of media onslaught, informational onslaught, or as the result of, you know, much more mechanical things like you can't get any good food because there's no locally grown anything available to you and because the infrastructure of food delivery system in the United States is such that we have an enormous distance between the places that things are grown uh, or slaughtered, for that matter, and the, and the geographic spot where they're consumed. Um, you know, there are certain logistical issues, and you have to do your best to, you know, buy local and organic and keep quality foods and avoid things that you intellectually know uh, are bad for you. But, but your, the, the rest of the comments of this evening uh, push me again in the direction of this description of the balance between the rational and the intuitive mind. And I think that in our culture, we have gone a great deal too far in the direction of the rational mind, and so people don't listen to their instinct or their intuition very often. I agree but, with that. And it turns out that intuitive thinking um, is, is a great skill to cultivate in the laboratory of martial arts practice because in martial arts practice, things happen too quickly for rational discourse. And so although in teaching and in the course of analysis and study, we can slow things down and look at them, when it comes time to practice, um, all that goes out the window and you're left with your instinct. And so you have to sort of hone and, and nurture those instincts in a way that becomes effective. Right. And, and so, you know, in the intuitive mind is doing a lot of the same work that the rational mind is doing, which is to say it is weighing options, uh, prioritizing, selecting. Um, you know, it's a computer program that's running behind the scenes at a different speed, and it's rummaging through and interpreting a huge amount of data, and you don't know that it's going on. But it's giving you answers. And a lot of times the intuitive mind's answers rather than coming up to you as thoughts, come up to you as feelings. Right. And those are important messages, yep. and they're just as valid as your rational thought. Yeah, it's like uh, you're listening to the, the mind of your body. It's like you're listening to your system, which is gi giving you an intuitive feedback. It doesn't go through the intellectual passages, and it's, it's very valid, I find. Um, so, you, you talk about... Uh, the key to the balance of our life, what would you say is the key to balance in our life? Well, I think we've been talking about it, actually, which is to activate and pay attention to that intuitive mind. Uh, I, personally, I favor the martial art called Tai Chi. Uh, tai Chi, which suffers a little bit at the hands of the New Age movement uh, because it, it seems to be equated with old elderly people, old people communing with the birds and nature in the park. Um, and while that's a nice utopian vision, and it's very pleasant to see that in city parks around the country, the true uh, Tai Chi, the martial art, is a very, very specific and devastating system. And it has a, it's built on a tripod. One leg of the tripod is Chinese medicine, Another leg of the tripod is Taoist philosophy, which we know best in our culture as uh, may the force be with you and go with the flow. And then the third leg of the tripod is China's long and illustrious history of hand-to-hand uh, -hand combat systems and weapons combat systems that were 
you know, things that were tried on the dusty road, and if they didn't work, boy, you know, they didn't get passed on. Mm -hmm. So that tripod uh, makes Tai Chi a wonderful exercise for exploring what you just asked me about, which is your balance. Your balance physically, you know, not falling down, and your balance emotionally, which is, you know, you cultivate a state of being in which everything is optimal and your energy is flowing the way it's supposed to through your body and all your systems are operating correctly and your mind is quiet and peaceful and at rest. And then when something disturbs that state of being, that equilibrium, that balance, your response is to do what you need to do to get the balance back. If in the course of doing whatever that is, an opponent ends up you know, flying into a tree or getting smashed to the ground or having a bone broken or worse, that is not your intention and from a philosophical point of view, not your problem either. Uh, you are doing this from a self-defense point of view. And if you take that model and you apply it to life, and that doesn't mean that you go around bashing people, it means that you go around doing what you need to do to keep your equilibrium. And if you know how to do that and you've learned how to do that from a path like this, life becomes a lot more interesting. Arthur, Arthur Rosenfeld, the book is The Cutting Season. Do no harm, honor your teacher, cut without mercy. We want to thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for having me, and I enjoyed it. Interesting stuff. Be well. You take care. Thank you very much. Take care. So we have one of our sayings here. Your beliefs and desires can most assuredly distort your intuitive and or psychic perceptions. Open-minded and non-attached are keys to your advancement here. Once again, your beliefs and or desires can most assuredly distort your intuitive and or psychic perceptions. So we work in the mind, we're rational, we try to do our best, and then you get more and more in touch with yourself and you go into deeper levels of knowing, intuitive knowing, being in touch with, and even psychic perception developing. But your beliefs, hard-headed beliefs or strong desires can stop your clear perception like that what solves this is if you stay open-minded and non-attached, then you can get to where you can have your fluid connection with intuition and psychic perceptions. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. We're going to open the phone lines for psychic readings. If you want to call in, we're at one 800 Three three six two 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 five one eight hundred three three six two 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 five. We air Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, seven p.m. Pacific, ten p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. We also invite you to go up to our website, masteringourselves.com. Up on our website is a wonderful spiritual quiz that you can take. It's free, and it gives you a wonderful idea of what getting your arms around a spiritual path actually looks like, the areas that you're strong, the areas that you're weak, etc. There's also daily insights you can sign up for that come to your email every single day. Also, we have a new book. Steps to Enlightenment. That's up on the website right it's, now. It's solid. It's now. solid. And it's available to download as an ebook and also you can check out healings. 
Overconfidence and underconfidence will both often take you to the same destiny, non-achievement. Overconfidence and underconfidence can both take you to the same destiny, which is non-achievement. And did you know, and this is true, earnest prayer is very productive and powerful. Boy, isn't that the truth? It's like setting your intent and asking the universe to back you. And, of course, it needs to be aligned with what your pre-birth contract wants you to do because that's going to trump everything. But if it is aligned with what your pre-birth contract is, well, it opens all kinds of doors. When I pray, I always end it or have it all through there. Nevertheless... Thy will be done. You you know what you're doing. I'm part of your play. That's that humble called, okay, you know better than me. I am at your service. I am your servant. Hey, you guys, thanks for being with us. We have a second hour coming up, so we've got more. And if you want to call during the break for a psychic reading, 1-800-336-2225. 